0: Transitional Pain Service by Dr. Hesham El-Sharqawi from Case Western Reserve University. Postoperative pain is aggressively managed in acute settings. On the contrary, little attention has been given to persistent postoperative pain. Unfortunately, the prevalence of persistent postoperative pain remains problematic, with at least half of patients reporting moderate to severe pain at the time of discharge. These shortfalls can be attributed to a multitude of factors, including the absence of transitional pain care among most health systems across the world. The main focuses of the perioperative anesthesiologist are providing effective analgesia during surgical procedures and simultaneously striving to impact reductions in long-term chronic and persistent postoperative pain. However, few resources and clinical guidance are directed at supporting patients during the subacute postoperative period. Unfortunately, the majority of hospitals and health systems across the world have poorly developed practices for the post-discharge period, such as prescribing opioids, which further contribute to the opioid crisis. When developing clinical services and supporting research programs, Collaboration of multidisciplinary team members, supporting policies, and finances of subacute and transitional care are somewhat different than those required for the acute and chronic pain services. Subacute or transitional pain services should be the standard of care rather than a luxury. There are many potential challenges to the establishment of new subacute or transitional pain services. Obtaining approval from institutional leadership. Structure, staffing, organization, and management. Collaboration of acute and chronic care. Marketing newly available services. Financial aspects and funding. Follow-up quality and other outcomes. Service maintenance, financial projections, and future directions. The creation of a persistent perioperative pain Transition from Acute to Chronic Pain, Special Interest Group, SIG, created a platform for ASRA members with an interest in this area to network and collaborate. There is also a critical need to develop educational curriculum in both acute and chronic pain fellowships on this topic. The SIG is working to develop clinical guidelines on, advocate for, and support research addressing these unmet needs. Our SIG aims to improve and disseminate the knowledge, education, and research related to the management of transitional pain. Supporting evidence is necessary for creating guidelines for this novel service. We would like to summarize the existing experience from multiple centers that have established transitional pain services to guide others pursuing the same goal. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode of Azra News, please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review. The Future Role of Artificial Intelligence in Predicting Opioid Use by Dr. Rodney A. Gabriel from the University of California, San Diego. The United States is in the midst of an opioid epidemic with the volume of opioid-related deaths having risen sixfold over the last 20 years. In 2015, opioid prescribing was three times higher than in 1999, and approximately 2 million Americans suffered from an opioid use disorder related to prescription opioids. With the recent interest in implementing artificial intelligence into clinical decision-making, newer solutions to reduce post-operative opioid use have expanded. The presence of big data within the electronic medical record system allows the potential to optimize machine learning applications to this space. But why apply artificial intelligence to aid in predicting which patients will require higher doses of postoperative opioids, we first should decide if there would be additional interventions that may be uniquely applied to patients who are considered high risk. Such interventions could include automatic postoperative pain consultations in both the inpatient and outpatient setting, additional regional anesthesia modalities, for example, cryoanalgesia peripheral nerve stimulation, perineural continuous catheters, tailored multimodal opioid-sparing analgesia plans, including ketamine or lidocaine infusions, or additional patient education programs. As it is not always possible to provide these resources to all patients, it may be more efficient and impactful if such interventions were personalized to higher-risk patients. The next question is, how can we identify patients who are at high risk? A simple answer is to choose those patients who are already opioid tolerant. However, this is only a small portion of surgical patients. This is where machine learning driven algorithms can really shine and furthermore be integrated into an electronic medical record system. Predictive analytics may be intelligently applied to hospital data. Patients undergoing total joint arthroplasty represent a surgical population that would benefit in the application of artificial intelligence for predicting long-term opioid use. It is one of the most common surgical procedures performed in the United States. In this population, opioids have been the primary mode of postoperative pain management. This means that more individuals will be exposed to opioids and at risk of chronic use as the volume of total joint arthroplasties increase annually. Several studies have investigated risk factors for persistent opioid use following total joint arthroplasty. Preoperative opioid use is consistently found to increase the risk of postoperative chronic use. Other factors associated with post-operative chronic opioid use include history of depression, higher baseline pain scores, younger age, and female gender. Additional research is needed to better understand these risk factors and develop tools to systematically predict this outcome. Currently, limited research exists that has investigated the utility of machine learning algorithms in predicting chronic opioid use. By using machine learning algorithms to create a predictive tool capable of identifying at-risk patients, these individuals can be targeted more accurately for early and personalized intervention. Additional research is needed to guide integration of predictive models into clinical practice and understand which perioperative strategies are most effective in reducing risk in vulnerable populations. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode of Azra News, please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review. How I Do It. Transition Pain Clinic, Duke Health, by Dr. Padma Guller, Dr. Brian Starr, and Dr. Amanda Nelly from Duke Health. Perioperative Challenges in Patients Taking Opioids. Patients experiencing chronic pain who are undergoing surgery present unique challenges to successful outcomes. Many in this population show tolerances to traditionally used medications, and their perioperative outcomes are heavily impacted by both dose and duration of their preoperative opioid use. We see that patients who are on high-dose opioids before surgery are at significant risk for poor outcomes, making them a high-risk group. These patients use significantly higher opioid doses for analgesia, yet continue to report worse pain control and lower satisfaction with their care. However, significant improvements in clinical outcomes can be seen in patients effectively weaned from their opioid dose prior to surgery, presenting with results similar to non-opioid users. An ideal model of care involves identification of patients on high-dose opioids, preoperative optimization of pain management regimens, and ongoing support and pain management through the patient's hospitalization and up to 90 days following surgery. With this care model in mind, Duke Health established the Perioperative Pain Care Clinic, which is the first of its kind in the nation. The purpose of the clinic is to provide comprehensive care that starts with preoperative optimization of pain and medication management, and continues this process throughout the postoperative recovery phase. The care provided in this clinic is broken down into these three phases, allowing for preoperative optimization, immediate postoperative pain control, and postoperative management and tapering. Preoperative optimization can occur through a variety of methods. There are three key elements to an effective optimization plan. Psychological optimization, medical optimization, and physical optimization. During the postoperative period, these same methods are encouraged, allowing for optimal pain control during this time. The Ideal Clinical Care Model Components of preoperative optimization include opioid weaning and use of multimodal approaches to manage pain with adjuvant drugs, interventional techniques, and other modalities. The most successful approach for perioperative pain control involves a multimodal model of care that decreases opioid requirements while maintaining adequate pain control. Following preoperative optimization, a clear multimodal strategy for intraoperative and inpatient management should occur. At Duke, the pain providers who staff the perioperative pain clinic also staff the inpatient pain service, providing continuity of care for these patients. Preoperative optimization can be divided into three main categories, psychological optimization, medical optimization, and physical optimization. Psychological Optimization One of the challenges practitioners face when working to optimize a patient in pain is the patient's perception of control over the pain. When the patient feels like they will no longer be able to control or manage their pain, whether pharmacologically or otherwise, they become hesitant in their compliance with the optimization practices. Although many techniques exist for psychological optimization, Music therapy is found to have the most compliance and efficacy for patients seen in the perioperative pain clinic. There is no specific type of music required for patients to listen to during music therapy, but patients should choose music that calms and relaxes them as opposed to that which excites and stimulates them. Medical optimization Medical optimization is achieved by weaning opioid dosing. Opioid use during the preoperative period can be used as an independent predictor of postoperative outcomes. Opioid weaning is therefore an imperative component of medical preoperative optimization. Concurrent efforts at preoperative psychological optimization may help control the pain experienced by patients and aid in the opioid tapering process. It has been found that patients who successfully decrease preoperative opioid use have post-surgical clinical outcomes comparable to outcomes of patients with no preoperative opioid use. Physical Optimization This optimization is achieved through proper prehabilitation and nutrition. Preoperative nutrition focuses on building a diet containing anti-inflammatory foods, decreasing physical stress on the body. This diet is mainly plant-based, consisting of produce, spices, and herbs, and low-fat proteins. Patients following an anti-inflammatory diet should avoid fried or processed foods, red meats, and full-fat dairy products, and they should decrease alcohol consumption. While these restrictions may seem harsh, The anti-inflammatory diet allows for a great variety of fresh fruits and vegetables, spices, nuts, fish, and chicken, among other foods. The ideal dose reduction would entirely eliminate the need for preoperative opioid therapy. However, a 50% reduction in oral morphine equivalent, OME, administration has demonstrated improvement in post-surgical outcomes. Approaches to opioid tapering vary and are highly dependent on individual patient opioid tolerance and past experiences. A good rule of thumb is to aim for no more than a 10-20% taper every 5-7 days, with a 25% taper considered to be an accelerated tapering regimen. Depending on the length of time between the preoperative appointment and surgery date, the standardized plan can be altered. Many patients reveal that they often routinely omit doses without adverse effects, and their taper can be personalized to a more rapid decrease. As such, the weaning protocol should be individualized for each patient, an agreed-upon strategy by both patient and provider. What does this mean? At Duke, Patients who were optimized and then provided consistent follow-up post-discharge care showed a trend toward better outcomes in terms of opioid dose requirement. Not only did the perioperative opioid tapering patients decrease their preoperative opioid dose, but they also displayed a significant reduction in opioid dose requirement 90 days after their procedure from their baseline dose. By equipping patients with the tools necessary to manage their plan, even acutely, they became empowered to take some control of their pain care and recovery. Establishing and validating the Perioperative Pain Clinic The Perioperative Pain Clinic at Duke is staffed by an inpatient pain team of physicians and nurse practitioners. This allows for continuity of care throughout the entire perioperative period. One of the primary outcomes examined through this clinic is patient opioid use as described. However, other outcomes reported from these clinic patients include pain scores, length of hospitalization, and emergency department visits and readmissions within 30 days of hospital discharge. As this is a hospital-based clinic, we have great collaboration with Duke University Hospital, which provides additional support to these patients through social workers. The professional fees for this clinic do not always cover the total costs. However, it is a value-generating endeavor that may contribute to cost avoidance and improvements in fiscal margins in the long run. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode of Azra News, please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review.